Welcome to the Insecurity Project Podcast. Most people think the best you can do with insecurity is mask it, manage it, or medicate. I'm convinced this is a problem that can be solved for good, and that's what this show is all about. Join me for weekly 10-minute Tuesday episodes, live coaching demonstrations, and world-class interviews on the subject of overcoming insecurity. Now on to today's show. Hello, friends. Making insecurity funny again. Uh, It's a strange title. I get it. Uh, It might make more sense to you as I unpack the content for this week. But before I do that, just come back from my annual thinking retreat, which uh, has been such a lovely addition to my world over the last three years. I've deliberately not made pivots and changes to my plans throughout the year. I've restricted the change period to a one-week window, the end of December, end of November, early December, where I've gone away and thought strategically about everything that's happened in the year, the things that have gone well, the things that haven't gone well, what did I learn, what would I like to change, and then set new plans and vision for the, the next year before this year is finished. And prior to that, I, I would constantly feel the urge to change things the moment they, they weren't working. And that created a bit of chaos for people who are watching me and following me. So I don't know whether this is something that could be useful for you to model. It's It's been a really great addition to my life. Uh, I take some, some books with me. I take my journal. I take my computer. I go somewhere nice, just just me. And um, and it's hard work, by the way. Uh, you know, I had a few people comment that it looked like a holiday. Well, great, I was in a nice place and I enjoyed my time. But it's one of the hardest works, hardest weeks of the year simply because uh, there's a lot of review that goes in. There's a lot of thinking, uh, but such a productive time. So that's what I was doing last week. And as part of the review over the last 12 months, it was really beautiful to watch the development of the app as I thought about that, as I walked through the right doors to connect with the right people. I had a few false starts and needed to make some changes to that. But Got got the app launch party uh, on Wednesday night this week, 5.30 Australian Eastern Standard Time or Daylight Time. I don't know, the time on your clock at 5.30 if you're in Sydney or Canberra or on the Eastern Seaboard. Uh, so just really excited to be able to launch that. I think it's a great innovation for, for people looking to solve insecurity. The, the advantages of the app, you know, there's there's some cool features. You'll be able to track your progress. You'll be able to have... Uh, you know, numbers and graphs that highlight that you are in the pocket, that if you want to solve insecurity, you have to stick inside the seven essential practices. That's how anyone's done it before. That's how anyone will do it in the future. That's been my life's work to think clearly about this problem and to create a model around its solution. So the app helps you stay there, which will be useful. You get exclusive content, uh, videos, audio resources that you won't find anywhere else. Um, You get access to some bonus meditation resources, which meditation for me is something that I struggled with for years until I worked out how to do it and found a way that was really life-giving. So so that's great. But I think that the real advantage of the app is that it will just it will give you access to a community of people who are trying to solve this problem and most importantly it will give you access to group coaching, to live coaching once a fortnight. So for that reason it's not for everybody. This won't be an app that you have on your phone that you don't use. Uh, this will be an app that you use very frequently and have access to to coaching. That's why you're doing it, because you're ready to commit to solving this. So perhaps you've looked at coaching before. It's been too expensive or the amount of time involved is not being conducive to your lifestyle. 
and this is an opportunity for you to go, okay, I'm intentional for the next year. I'm going to really stick to a plan. Maybe you have done some coaching and this is a way for you to get back into the process and refine uh, after some growth and some new uncertainty in your life and some new insecurity. So excited to show you the features around that and a chance for you to ask any questions and for the first people who are ready to actually use that, that'll be available from from Wednesday. So look, uh, if you can make it, great. If you can't make it, let me know. Uh, I'll still you know, make the features available to you, show you the announcement in the same way. Just, uh, yeah, it'll be sad that you can't make the party. Now, make insecurity funny again. Uh, often it's such a serious subject. It's a very difficult subject. I'd say it all the time that a big part of my role when people invite me into their world to talk about insecurity is that I'm there to dial down the angst, to make it feel less scary, less daunting, less dramatic, less ang- anxious as it may seem to them. Uh, I, I read a quote recently that said, if you want to tell people the truth, make them laugh, otherwise they'll kill you. So I think there is great advantage in finding humor in the things that are challenging. And the more that I understand about insecurity and the more that I'm involved in helping people solve it, the funnier it becomes for me. I think there are some things that are actually very funny about the process of solving insecurity. Here are some of the things, and you may have heard me talk about these before, but thinking about them in the context of humor is is very, very useful. And the first first funniest thing is around misdirection. Like insecurity is always built on misdirection. You thought the action happened over here, but in fact it happened over here. And because you never saw it there, it felt like magic to you. It felt like dark magic, black magic, magic that cursed you and magic that was outside of your capacity to change. But it's so funny because when you actually have an objective look, you realize that there was no trick at all. It was actually very simple mechanics. And and, and the mechanics of what created insecurity was your own opinion and and your own opinion as a child that's actually hilarious when you see it like that because it's not scary it, it can't be scary you're just getting fooled by a kindergartner to, to quote the famous marv of home alone it's there can be nothing really scary about examining the data because all this has just come to a scared kid telling a story and that story hasn't been uncovered or reviewed so that's actually really funny um, these these massive fears you have about what if I'm no good, what if I get found out as inadequate, what if everyone sees me, you know, when you actually go and examine it, there, there, it is no monster that you're fighting. It's just a couple of mice playing silly buggers with some candles and tin cans in a cave projecting a huge shadow on the wall. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's hilarious to me that insecurity becomes this self-imposed prison. People assume that everyone's judging them and everyone doesn't like them and people think they're no good and people are waiting for them to fail and it's people's it's people's opinion that they're afraid of. And so they think others have restricted them and others are limiting them. Others don't even care. They got no idea why you haven't done the things that you're capable of. They look at you and go, wow, that, I thought you would have done that by now. I, I can't understand it. It's, it's so funny that we are the ones that get in our own way. We create self-imposed prisons we put our life on hold we bunker down into what seems safe and in the process watch life go go past us and miss all the great opportunities what's really funny are that the worst case scenarios of not stepping into the dream or not having a go with that thing that you desire are actually far worse than the worst case scenario of doing the thing that you're afraid of and it going badly that's that's hilarious when you step back and examine that 
Now, there are so many very, very funny things. And if you can have a laugh at insecurity, then you dial down the angst immediately. You feel safer and lighter and easier about the process of overcoming insecurity. Um, speaking of dreams on hold for the sake of insecurity, it was it was more than five years ago that on my goals list, the first was the first time that I saw myself write, I want to do five minutes of stand-up comedy. Over five years ago I wrote that. And and I remember being terrified at the thought of that when I when I saw it. I'm like, that's that's horrible. Like Stand-up comedy is, in my mind, the most difficult, the most terrifying, the scariest, the most skillful form of public speaking that exists, the highest stakes to actually stand in front of a group of people and to try and be funny. Oh, my goodness, I couldn't think of anything more scary. And so I haven't done anything about that other than think about it and share that occasionally and write it frequently in my goals list. Um, but, But guess what? In in the interest, in, in the spirit of smoking what I'm selling and taking myself less seriously and laughing at my own insecurity that I would imagine that that would actually be terrifying, uh, here today, you are about to witness the world first, the global exclusive of Jay Fraser, the stand-up comedian. So gather around, settle in, and, and here is my first Five minutes of stand-up comedy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, look, thank you. Too kind. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, it's enough. Air quotes are really what's wrong with the world today. I don't know about your friends and family, but most of mine need to seriously consider keeping their hands in their pockets when they talk. Uh, I've put a simple, put together a simple identification guide to highlight the worst types of real-world air quote infringements just to help police the issue. Uh, the ADHD. They're undisciplined, out of control. Every second word gets its own set of parentheses. More Ritalin, please. Uh, the osteoarthritis. The osteoarthritis. Bent and disfigured fingers, hard to look at. The monarchist, straight torso, bow at the waist. The anarchist, aggressively breaks all the conventions of grammar and punctuation. The mammogram, the full five-finger squeeze, very grabby, a little awkward. Italics, the head tilted to one side at the same time. The stroke, unfortunately only one hand works. Denise Austin, make it a whole body workout. Move your fingers, hands, forearms, shoulders, head and eyebrows in sync at the same time. Really good for burning extra calories. The shadow puppet, is that a rabbit, a kangaroo or a swan? The hitchhiker, the thumb really gets involved. The work accident, two fingers on one hand, one finger on the other hand. The workers comp scam. Looks just like the work accident, but then the missing finger comes out of hiding at the wrong time, and it's all over. World peace. V for victory. The Queen's Guard. Two soldiers standing up straight, don't move a muscle. The Boy Scout. Three-finger salute. The Limp Lizard. That's embarrassing. You know there's medication for that. While we're on the topic of problems with the world today, 
the award for the most childish power tool has to be given to the leaf blower. I don't know which genius invented that, but I'm guessing they didn't win a Nobel Peace Prize. It doesn't actually achieve anything except moving your biggest problems into someone else's domain. It doesn't pick anything up, burn anything, dissolve anything or remove anything. It just shifts the problem into your neighbour's front yard. No one has ever been excited to hear the engine fire up of their neighbour's leaf blower. The moment Terry from next door rips the pool start, you understand that your life's problems are about to increase by 15%. Geez, our driveway's looking great, Dale. Pity about the crap all over the road and the lawn clippings blocking the drains. Geez, I wish the council had bloody do something about that. As soon as it rains, there'll be mess everywhere. Unbelievable. Come to think of it, when's the next election? Ha, <laughs> there you go, I did it. Five minutes of stand-up. I don't know what's been on your bucket list for years that you've been putting off. I don't know the things that you've been wanting to try that you haven't tried. Uh, but look, the end of the year, what a great year it's been. Thank you so much for your support and connection to the Insecurity Project and what a, what a fitting tribute to the idea of solving insecurity in the world. It would be for you each to do something that you've been putting off, for you to try the thing that terrifies you, for you to have the gall, the guts, the courage to actually put yourself out there and have a go. I'm sure the world will all benefit from that. Thank you so much for being part of what's happened this year. I'm having a break. This will be the last this will be the last podcast episode for 2021. I really have run out of intelligent things to say about insecurity. So good time to take a break so you won't hear any podcasts until the new year. Plenty of great content for you to go back over. If you want the index of all the episodes and the summary of what they've been about, just reach out to Kat at admin at jaminfraser.com and she'll send that to you so that you can go back through the back catalogue and find the things you're looking for. Uh, Otherwise, have a great Christmas and hope you start the new year well and I'll talk to you again soon. You've been listening to the Insecurity Project podcast. All you need to solve any problem is the proven framework and someone skillful enough to hold you in the space until it works. If this is your year to be insecurity free, jump on the insecurityproject.com and begin your journey to become unhindered by getting a free copy of the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity.